Hello and welcome back to Jehan's Bedhug. I'm your host Didi, and joining me today once again is my friend and your co-host Vedant. On this episode, we'll be talking about uh, Jehan Darula's weekend in F2, and obviously the rest of what happened in Formula Two. So let's grab some chai, take our seats, ready our opinions, and dive right into the conversation. What, what a roller coaster Sunday for. Uh, all the indian fans racing fans out there who are rooting for jehan darula obviously I, i i can tell you my story i i couldn't catch the sprint race on sunday it was a disappointing friday qualifying uh, both the premas not just jehan both the premas couldn't make it in the top 10 uh, and i was like okay what the what the what the and then saturday jehan didn't really uh, make an impact uh, you know on the during the sprint race He, he he didn't make up a few places, but it wasn't you know a huge impact. Um, unlike some of the other weekends that he has had uh, during the sprint race, and then I wake up on Sunday morning, barely before the F1 race. I go up on Twitter and I see. Uh, uh, no, I don't go go up on Twitter. I go on to uh, the FIA Formula 2 website to check the results because uh, Twitter is too easy uh, to get results from. Uh, so I go on to the FIA form and I see Jehan Darula finish second in the sprint race, and I text you, and I'm like, "What? What happened? You know, what happened? How did Jehan go from P12 to P2? Tell me the story." And then you were like, "Oh, rain, tires, and whatnot," and I was ecstatic. Like you know, I went from being sad to ecstatic, and then I made the mistake of logging onto Twitter an hour after and seeing that Jehan had been called in because Prema decided to uh, dry up the track uh, illegally or whatever. um and he might get a 20 second penalty and then an hour later he got the 20 second penalty so i went from being sad to uh, mad happy to being uh, really frustrated uh, <laughs> all in a span of about 3 to 4 hours uh so yeah definitely a roller coaster weekend there yeah so how was yeah, it for you it was weird to be honest because i i wasn't watching the race like both the races properly because my cousins are over so i was watching like i had the stream on and i had the live timing on but i was not really watching it live but obviously i was you know following it through commentary and all that but to to read that jehan is p2 running p2 was fun like was very it it felt very good it felt very good and then to read that jehan has been promoted to p1 because richard was sure yeah that too i yeah, i forgot about yeah. that yeah exactly <laughs> because richard was sure did a uh, sebastian vettel and did not have yeah. enough fuel yeah. in his car on the cool down lap so that was the best moment of my weekend but then all of a sudden <laughs> it went all crashing down and it was the first weekend that jehan did not score any points so thankfully well he stayed in p4 in the championship and did not like he lost a, some points to maybe liam lawson or someone but he did not lose the he, position he lost a lot of points to uh, logan sargent you know the man who pipped him from p3 in the championship yeah well he, he, yeah. he sits logan sargent <laughs> sits p2 after being handed the win by uh, richard vashur and jehan darula uh with 115 points uh, about i think 39 points behind uh, championship leader filipe drogovic yeah absolutely so and yeah and just one point ahead of uh, theo pocher so yeah well the well the top 3 are going away 
and Zihan is what only five points ahead of uh, Enzo Fittipaldi, who is having a ter- tremendous season in his rookie and a half season in Formula Two. He raised some ra- he ra- he did some rounds last season, and again some f- ten fifteen points ahead of uh, uh, Armstrong and Hogger. But anyway. Well, hopefully Jehan can you know recover and stay in P four because I now I think getting P three back might be a little difficult. Especially, oh, well, let's, especially let's the not, let's... especially the way Prema are operating right now, because they these yeah. like it's not just Jehan. You know the thing is it's not just De- Jehan. Both, and Jehan's doing a great job. He didn't lose the win because of himself. Yeah, exactly. Or Bo- second place. Both Jehan and Dennis Hogger have been. Suffering because Prema are not doing what Prema do best, which is dominate the season. Because, <laughs> because, I mean, I don't know what the thing, what what's going on there. But both the drive, both the Prema drivers are struggling in qualifying. They are doing great in the alternate strategy in in the feature race, but qualifying is still a big mystery for them. Yeah, my next point is just uh, I've written down why <laughs> Prema why. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to shout into the microphone, but why, Prema? Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, it's been the the way Prema, not just their qualifying pace, but the way Prema have been going around with qualifying has been a mystery on a few weekends. Uh, yes, feature race strategy usually works out for them, and they can make up a lot of places, at least with Jehan. Um, but sprint race, uh, you know, they have good race pace, but sprint race is also a hit and a miss uh, for the most parts. So the consistency is clearly not there and uh, F2 IndyCar F3 all the junior series and not IndyCar but like all the junior series and IndyCar is one with consistency and we know that you know the only reason Felipe Dragovic is still up there is because of the consistent races as he's had so far uh, and how consistently he's been able to put himself in the top 3, 4, 5 and that is what Logan Sargent has essentially done over the last few weekends you know he didn't have a great start to the season but he's picking up the pieces and he's building a season uh, and if he continues to do so hey, I hate to say this you know one week after what I said last week but Bruno <laughs> Michel might just be right you know Logan Sargent might just be mounting a title challenge although he's he's still quite far away from it even though 40 points doesn't seem like a lot in F2 he's still quite far for a bit given, given that you know Felipe Drogovic has a great car underneath him he's got the pace and everything and he's had a great season so far um, but yeah I mean why just why Prama? Why? I mean, you, you remember when when uh, Jehan was announced with Prema, everyone was done with the season already. Win it or BP two, because we know that Prema would be yeah. like both the Prema cars would be in the top three. They'll win the championship. They'll win the constructors championship, uh, the teams championship. Sorry, and then it'll be all fun and games for Prema from the get go. But somehow they have turned it around for themselves and went in the completely opposite direction. And yeah, I mean, there's no. But somehow there's no coming back from here. Sorry, go ahead. Like they they can hope for a they can do their best and minimize the damage and whatnot. But there's no way back from here. Yeah, now Logan Sargent, you know, it's been said that if Daniel Cardo leaves, Logan Sargent might get a Williams seat. Uh, and Oscar Piastri, like you said, you know, in the F1 podcast, might 
and get a McLaren seat. Now, another question is, you know, if Logan Sargent does end up winning or gets very, really close to, you know, winning the championship, do Williams promote their own driver or do they have Alpine, uh, you know, do they take Alpine's junior driver? Uh, because having Lo- Logan Sargent in F1 will be a big, big, big dub for Williams, uh, not just their junior academy, but from a, b- not a big dub, but like a, quite a quite a good win. Uh, you know, just from a PR standpoint, you know, they will be the first one to have an American driver on the grid. It won't be McLaren, so that is another aspect to it. Uh, obviously, with Oscar Piastri going to Williams, they will be getting some money from Alpine. It's not it's not going to be a you know. Oh, let me you know yeah. put your driver in the seat and let him have have yeah. a season in F1. Uh, but um, again, at the same time, it seems like Logan Sargent can Logan Sargent can wait another season before getting that Williams seat. So even getting Oscar Piastri in that seat wouldn't be a huge blow to his F1 hopes as long as he can keep up his perform performances in F2. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I I really do hope that Logan Sargent doesn't win the championship and comes in P2. No, no, no. Hear me out, because I want him to do. another season in formula 2 and then win the championship and then get into formula 1 because there's there's a very Enough. high chance that he won't get a formula 1 seat in 2023 he's far too young his formula 2 season he's his formula 2 yeah, season yeah. has not been that extraordinary like he's no charles leclerc or max verstappen or oscar piastri for that matter right and if if he wins formula 2 he won't get a formula 1 seat he won't get to race in formula 2 and he'll he'll move out exactly and yeah. then eventually he'll have to move to indycar because he's an american driver so hopefully he well sorry logan if you are somehow listening to this but <laughs> please come in p2 in the championship so that we can so that you can race one like another season in formula 2 and get a better launched into formula 1 Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, can get a seat in twenty 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 four, which is which is much more likely than uh, next year. At least from what it seems like, you know, there can all, always be a proposition where you know even Alex Albon was linked to the McLaren seat, where both Albon and Latifi are out, and then we have yeah. two new drivers at Williams again, uh, Oscar Piastri and Logan Sargent, which, yeah. which is not. Well, Al- Albon's not going uh, anywhere. Williams has, ma- has made Albon's that clear. Albon's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, just just for argument's sake, but. I, and and I've said this. What I'm going to say next, I've, I've <laughs> said this every podcast, and that is the the even more crazier thing is uh, somehow <laughs> Jehan Darula is still the leading uh, Red Bull Junior in the F2 Championship this year, which is just crazy to me. Uh, Philip Drogovic does not have a is not linked with any Junior Driver Academy. Um, Logan Sargent he is P2 in the Championship. He's with Williams. Um, Theo Pocher is with uh, Alfa Romeo. And then there's Jehan Darula, who's with uh, uh, Red Bull. Now there aren't any Red Bull seats available for next year, and that is pretty obvious. You know, Yuki Tsunoda has had a similar season to Pierre Gasly, so there's no reason for you know uh, Red Bull to kick him out. Uh, Sergio Perez has already signed, and Max Verstappen is going to live there forever. So um, there isn't a Red Bull seat. So the big question is, where do where do I guess you know Yuri Vips is sort of out of the conversation for F1, but uh, Where do Liam Lawson and Jahan Darula end up after this season? Because I think it is both their third season in F F two. Well, that's an interesting point. I don't know about Liam Lawson. He might. I mean, he he's he is a highly very highly rated driver, and Red Bull will find like if 
he has to leave formula 2 for some reason red bull will find a seat for him in dtm or endurance racing and uh, keep him as a reserve driver like they have sebastian buemi but talking about jehan now here's where the rumor will rumor mill starts up once again apparently the owner or ceo of mumbai falcons and jehan's dad were spotted in the virtuosi garage in austria so there might be a possibility now jehan has already said that this might be his last season because obviously it's his third season and nobody really stays longer than 3 or 4 seasons in formula 2 right unless you yeah i mean yeah there is no rule that says you can't you race, rule anymore yeah. uh, sorry you can't race anymore it's just that 3 <laughs> season yeah 3 <laughs> season is uh, more than enough to know that you know there isn't a spot for you moving forward and it's better to explore other options than to keep racing here and <clears> you know uh try to what you know exactly but we have seen out, drivers do it like do multiple multiple seasons we have seen Sean Gallel do it we have seen Nicholas Latifi was in formula 2 for a longer period as far as and currently i think Roy Nissani has been in formula 2 for a longer period now all these drivers have a huge backing behind them that's another matter but the point is jehan might still be racing in formula 2 next season if that deal with virtuosi goes through like if if that deal is done now virtuosi i mean they have but marino sato with them and i don't remember the other driver but they don't have someone who is uh, you know someone like liam lawson or someone like Yeah, or someone who, even like Joe Guanyu. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm just saying that we might see. Yeah, so here is here it is, Marino Sato and Jack Duhon. So virtually have these two drivers, right? Jack Duhon might stay on. He's a good prospect for the future. But Marino Sato has been in Formula Two for a while. He might get replaced. He's not a irreplaceable driver per se. So. But then why not continue with Prema if if you want to continue in F2 because that is your best chance at winning yeah, regardless of what happens this season. Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes or what not. We don't know, right? But I mean, again, it's just a rumor mill. It's just that these two gentlemen who are connected with who are basically Jehan's management team were spotted in the virtuosi garage. So that's how the rumor mill starts. uh yeah that is how it starts but uh, obviously we, w- we want to see jehan um uh, in in f1 or you know if not there then some yeah. other uh, top level series but uh, yeah uh, not not that there isn't uh, there isn't a red bull seat um coming up anytime soon uh, and i guess if jehan and liam you know continue in f2 there isn't really a contender other than them uh who's going to give them a run for their money or the you know probable seat in in the red bull academy because who's next Dennis like ayumu iwasa is the only other one uh i mean yeah sorry uh, sorry yeah dennis hogger liam lawson so like this they're still in the same pool you know it's, nothing changes from this year going forward if if they continue in f2 they're still competing with the same pool of drivers mm. 
because I don't no, think there's anyone I mean, coming I, up from F3 or F4 Isaac uh, that, that might give will come up, them. but but he won't be competing with them for the seat per se because he'll need another couple of seasons, and then I think Zach Crawford or someone, yeah, I think it's Zach Crawford, right? So he might he yeah, is having a good yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. He might come Zach up Crawford, yeah. to Formula Two, and but then again, it's he's substantially younger than these drivers, and in a different league in a different internal league per se so yeah let's see let's see how that goes yeah yeah that is exactly the point i was trying to make you know so it's it, it's not the worst decision it's just that uh the expectation was so high going into this year that uh, this feels like a loss <laughs> yeah. more than uh, more than anything else um but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens um you know it, it'll be interesting to see what alpha tori also do because you know pierre gasly has signed a one year deal but is there really, you know, obviously some drivers, even Nico Hulkenberg stayed in F1 for the longest time without having a race-winning car. So is that a career that Pierre Gasly wants to build in F1? Um, those are just questions for them to answer. We've seen drivers choose F1 over other things, and we've seen some drivers, you know, leave F1 uh, and go on to, not not necessarily greener, but a more competitive series and have fun, you know, Marcus Ericsson, yep. uh, Pascal Wehrlein, uh, and the likes. So uh, I, it's a very uh, personal uh, question and uh, the answer to that will vary from driver to driver. But we'll see what happens. Uh, before we wrap up this po- podcast, just uh, some results from F3. Obviously, like we talked about, Jack Crawford, another Red Bull Junior, won the sprint race and another Red Bull <laughs> Junior, Isaac Hajar, won the feature race. Uh, no big issues there. Uh, Victor Martins, who is not a Red Bull Junior, I believe, uh, leads the championship by one point ahead of second place Isaac Hajar and uh, ahead of Arthur Lucklock, who's another six points behind. Now, Bruno <laughs> Michel should really promote this championship fight, which is actually really close instead of the F2 one. But uh, nonetheless, you know, obviously catching F3 races is almost impossible out here. Uh, but if you're somewhere in Asia it's uh, or in Europe, it must, you know, I would definitely, definitely uh, encourage you to watch the F2 and F3 races. There's so much more fun. Um, well, Austria yeah. is debatable, <laughs> but they're usually more fun and uh, there's so much action. Uh, it's it's hard to follow, but yeah, that's all from my side. Without anything else, from yeah, but I just wanted we, to uh, mention uh, an ex Formula One driver who was racing in Formula Two this weekend, in place of Ralph Boschong, Roberto Mary, who raced in Formula One in 2015 or 16, if I'm not wrong, for Manor, just one season, and his last Formula Two outing was back in 2018, so four years prior to his one-off outing this weekend and he scored a podium. He he was he like he was one of those drivers on the feature race who started on the slick tires as opposed to the leaders who started on the wets. And he was racing he was racing uh Jehan Daruwala throughout the race. He took second from Jehan and he took like he was second when the checkered flag fell. But he had a five second penalty for the track limits uh, infraction which if you saw the feature is like they were being thrown out like candies right so he had that penalty <laughs> but then of course uh, Richard Vershore and Jehan Daruwala got their penalties and disqualification so Roberto Mary fell down to fourth with his penalty and then came back to third it was a I mean it, it was a brilliant weekend for him Coming back well, into Formula 2 after four seasons, in between he did some 
sports car racing and never a single seater race and sports car racing also like no dtms or no btccs or anything like that regional races or whatever but yeah uh, a great weekend for him ha uh, clearly clearly uh, just yeah. like how one <laughs> pablo montoya came back in uh, at the gma grand prix and uh, how uh, what's his name god uh how can i forget he look astro neves <laughs> came back last year for the indy 500 every and how tony kanan comes back for the indy 500 every year uh, some people are just good racers you can't really rate them or compare them <laughs> even though they don't have a f1 seat blah blah, blah, blah. enough uh, this is it for this week's podcast we have had a fun uh, for over an hour now and uh, as always we'll catch you on the next one